Hey, North Star, welcome to Digging Deeper, where we help you lock eyes with Jesus and take a step towards Him. Today's scripture reading is Matthew chapter 19, verses 4 through 6. God's word says this He answered, Have you not read that He who created them from the beginning made them male and female, and said, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother, and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh? So they are no longer two but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. This past Sunday at North Star, Mike discussed the tension that we may experience between our spouse and our kids. And so this week at D- Through Digging Deeper, we're going to look at three different passages that speak specifically to the marriage covenant, as well as um, a couple verses about parenting and leaving a godly Legacy. So Matthew 19, 4 through 6, Jesus is responding um, to those that are asking questions about marriage and divorce. And immediately Jesus points us back to the Genesis account of Adam and Eve and tells us that they were made man and female, that um, that a man shall leave his father and his mother, that they'll hold fast to his wife. But then at the tail end of verse 5 and the beginning of verse 6 is really where I want us to hone in today, is it says that the two will become one flesh. And then Jesus immediately repeats himself in verse 6 and says, they will no longer become two, but one flesh. And then he specifically says, what therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. That the emphasis of Jesus' teaching on marriage here is about oneness, is about unity. That in verse 5, he talks about the one flesh. In verse 6, he talks about the one flesh. And then he says, let no one separate this one flesh flesh, that when Jesus is talking about marriage, he is talking about oneness. He is talking about unity, that we have um, decided to sacrifice the me's and the I's for the we, that we've changed our pronoun to a we, that we are now a unit. So kind of a question that we, or a filter maybe, that we can run some of our decisions through in our marriages as we're trying to, to have these healthy relationships is this question. Does this decision promote oneness? Does this decision help us become more unified? Does this help us be more of a one flesh entity like Jesus is talking about here? That this is the the lens by which we can see it. Because we believe that when we get married, when we say those vows before God, that God does something miraculous in taking two people and uniting them together as one. Ray Ortland, uh, a pastor and theologian, says it this way, speaking to about-to-be-married couples. He says, on your wedding day, you will not be there to entertain an audience You can ignore the crazy hoopla of the typical American wedding today. I hope you will relax and enjoy this wonderful moment because there will only be three important people there at your wedding ceremony, the bride, the groom, and God. The rest of us will be, properly speaking, mere witnesses to what God will be accomplishing between the two of you. He will be present, joining you together, soldering you together, uniting you together as one flesh for the rest of your earthly days. This is the picture of Christian marriage, unity and oneness, and what God has brought together. Let no one separate. Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you for your word. 
I pray that by the power of your spirit, Matthew chapter 19, verses four through six would change us into the likeness of Christ. And Father, I just pray for the marriages of North Star right now, God, that there would be a oneness that is promoted. Um, God, that we would make decisions that, that always focus on the we, never on the me. Would you help us now to do that, Father? And we pray this through the Son and by the Spirit. Amen. Amen.